0: Hello, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Sports League podcast. I'm here today with my co host, Oliver Brown. Wait. Yes. So, this is the first time we've ever done this. We're both getting into the journalism sort of field, so we thought we'd start a podcast together about sports. So, Oliver, if you want to introduce yourself and show people, or tell people who you are. I'm
1: Oliver Brown, I'm 17, and just finishing off college, obviously like I mentioned, I'm looking at going to uni, do stuff in sports journalism, got a big interest in sports, um, yeah, i played rugby all my life, for like 4-0, uh, big rugby fan, Wait for the Trinity season to get a um, holder, sorry, um, big Man United fan, big F1 fan, love boxing, basically any sport you'll see me, interesting, that's why I want to start Is with a good friend of mine, Ron. So you want to introduce yourself as well?
0: Yes, uh, I've played sport all my life, pretty much. I started playing football when I was about three. Played for a very local team to my Nosset town. Uh, we I have played with rugby with Ollie for I don't know how many years I played with you about five probably, and then I have played a bit of cricket in my time. I've done a lot of things. Uh, moving into journalism with uh, well with Ollie at uni probably, and yeah, I've loved sport. Big Leeds Rhinos fan, Liverpool fan, so you're going to see them arguments between me and him, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all around in general, just love me sport, I'll watch anything, I'll talk about anything, Formula 1, that's that's big for both of us as well. Speaking of Formula 1 actually, uh, who is your favourite team Ollie? because we've got to get this out of the window, who's your favourite team driver, because we've got to know. There's no one team you know, it's McLaren. Well on, I, I, uh, I know. I know this is It's gotta be McLaren, doesn't it? It
1: does have the to be clan. It
0: does. Very true. But I'm a big fan of Landon Norris myself as well, actually, as you know as well. Uh, but I think Formula One is a very good conversation to actually have here because what well, we have been to Silverstone, you've been twice, shows we've we it's know nice. our things. Uh one thing I say is you're a bit of a crash magnet, aren't you? That's uh, one thing I'll point out to you.
1: Yeah, both I went to big crashes. Hamilton, the Verstappen, then the Jeb one crash when he skidded along his roof, which was a scary moment, which Rome there as well. So everyone in the race track holding their breath for a second, not knowing what was going on, so it was a good scene him come out of that.
0: It was, it was. And uh, our experience at Silverstone was very impressive, to be fair. We on the way for the Sunday. Well, I only went for Sunday, you've been for a weekend yourself. Uh, yeah. but we've seen it all. We saw F two, F three. So we know we actually we know from real life experience how good Formula One is. But we also know from good rugby league is as well. So, and we know you're a season tick holder, Wakefield. What do you think they're gonna do this year? What's your thoughts? Wakefield, I think
1: better than last year. Everyone says we're getting really good, they can trip up. They're back now. All you Lee Leopards fans, silence. They're us, fans, you're getting beaten by a Penrith, and up the trend. I think I think we'll finish about ninth. Ninth?
0: Yeah, it's, good. it's a good little look in that. What
1: do, do you think for your boys, Verangos?
0: Well, I think we've got to push for top four, we've got improved improve from last year, keep pushing. Church of Rohan doing its thing, in it? That's the main, I think, we've new signings as well. You're not a fan of Richie, Myler, but I think he's brilliant, you know. I think he's, um, not that.
1: First first, controversial opinion of the podcast.
0: It's not controversial. Marlowe.
1: I love Richie, And I hope he, I hope listens is the worst fallback in Super League.
0: No. Yes? No. It's <laughs> just not true. We'll,
1: we'll have to agree to disagree.
0: We will. We will.
1: You, anyone listening knows it's true, though. Anyone listening <laughs> knows it's true.
0: Richie had a very good season. He's had a very good last couple of seasons really, to be fair. So... We'll see, but, um, might prove you wrong. We'll see him lift work. up that trophy at Old Trafford, shall we? No,
1: no, no, he left
0: his wife. <laughs> not working. like well, no, Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about controversial opinions, and then that one comes up. That's a. Oh, did he? It, did it? Yes. Yes, he did. He <laughs> did. Well, we, do. we don't know, actually. We've not heard. We've not, It's their personal information, end, isn't it? Why don't we talk about NRL and no? Who's your favourite NRL team? Ah, Roosters fan. but That's Love me to death. Got a bit Panthers.
1: You. No. bit Panthers. The GOAT, Nathan Cleary. Or the future GOAT, at least. But the only Roosters player I like is Big Vic Bradley. Putting me headbutt on James Bentley. <laughs> Sticking up for his gaffer, Sean Leary.
0: Yeah, that's it's fair enough. If I were I'd done the same. Bentley seems quite annoying guy, to be fair. But that's what you like. Well, you, need, awesome. you need a player like that. You need a player with that annoyance. What like Bentley? Yeah, yeah. Not not a terms to protect pub.
1: They're not getting picked for England
0: team. is good on the last. field.
1: Like you work. You work on the field. Do the talking.
0: Bentley does. He's had a, he had a very good few performances for Leeds last year. Is do not taken very much? He were on yeah. the field very much, because disciplinary. Know. Very true, oh. but he'll come, Bentley will, he'll discipline will come up now with Rohan, I think, so, you never know.
1: I don't think Leeds are a bad team, I just don't think, I think the Leeds fans get a bit excited, jump on the bandwagon. Where do That's you think it times down at to I think you'll finish about, I think you'll finish 6th. Six.
0: Safe. so just, just squeaking in again. Just,
1: just, just in the playoffs and knocked out first round. And you'll oh. blame the referee.
0: No, no, no.
1: <laughs>
0: Off on a title Maybe charge, mate. They do a lead transfer.
1: So we'll uh, start let's talk about to NRL. Oh, oh, no. to NRO. Before yeah. jump on, Who's gonna
0: win NRL? Oh dear. Uh well the easy choice is Penrith, but uh, we'll go I think we'll go North Queensland. I think they'll give it a go. I'll give him a bit more of a chance oh, it.
1: No, In North Queensland. The, 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 third, the, Queensland uh, not, yeah, the Cowboys were third last year. They were. The Roosters were
0: we'll finished
1: sixth. Apart from the Outboys. How do you yeah. think the
0: Dolphins will do, actually? New team. Well, that's a good uh, coach. Benny knows his stuff, doesn't he? I, I think,
1: yep. you'd expect to, far,
0: I think, to be fair, for the Dolphins, a good year would not be to finish last, I think. Um, I agree, a good squad I agree. I think, but because it's the first year in comp, I think the are looking. I think if you can get close enough to the playoffs, I think they'll be they'll be quite happy. I'd,
1: yeah. Yeah. I agree.
0: I think if they if they can get ahead of people like the Titans and stuff, maybe then that sure they they've got a chance to push into the playoffs in a couple of years' time or something. But you never know. I, yeah. You never know. It's exciting things happen in rugby league, so they could. You never. You can't doubt. You yeah, know. And I think. The Dolphins is a good point, actually, because this brings me on to a point about uh, Super League with Toronto. Because Toronto, has been, it's been in a little bit around at the minute in the news because they've not been getting the money to these players. Uh, but we also hear a lot of people about the expansionists as well coming on about um, how it was a bit of a mistake not to let them back in. And it fully proves the point, uh, does this money thing, that it just doesn't work having that far, <laughs> that club so far away. And now it's getting blamed on clubs of Super League because they wanted money, like players actually getting wages. Well, what are your thoughts? Yeah.
1: End of day, it's not sustainable to have a club of uh, playing Super. League. I agree that we just have it on M 62 two. In every game, being in Yorkshire, and Lancashire, we need London. Being in Super League were excellent. Maybe away support part, not always the best, but we've seen other clubs, Yorkshire clubs, Lancashire clubs take the worst part. We even saw the Rhinos do it in a friendly. Oh, That's. Yes. And Rhinos don't know they do that. You know, I have a good support base, but that that were not good to see. Um I think teams are some bases improving overall. The way spot seems to have gone up last season I reckon. It? I think there's started to be more of a bit more of a culture about getting behind your team in the League especially. Um but yeah, Toronto it's a not it's a shame it didn't work, but you can't just bend over backwards to make it work. If it's not what if you don't work, you don't mind. Simple as that.
0: Very true, very true. And I think the main thing I have around Toronto as well is I think well, the Sonny Bill Williams signing was a very interesting one. I think that further proved the point that it was just a bit of a marketing exercise. It wasn't? I, I couldn't see any serious run at Rugby League over here with that Toronto Wolfpack side because it was just, even in the championship, they, they sort of, they bought the way through, really. And yeah, they didn't want to get it in so funny. No. They got, when it got to the point where they really needed to show what they were worth, it it just went, it all collapsed. And to be honest, I think it would probably have been better for Toronto to do another year in the championship because going to places like Mount and stuff, at Mount Pleasant, Toronto <laughs> was able to experience proper rugby league. That's what I think. Mount Pleasant, that's the place to go. As well as Edinley, but Mount's a good place. Mm-hmm. Batley loved it. That's what you need to see though. Who's your favourite championship though? Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Favorite
1: championship club. Um favourite championship club. Um Newcastle Thunder. Oh. Because uh, I like the Jordi's. And yeah. it's it's expansion but in a in a natural way. They're not forcing it. They've got a club in Newcastle. You know, they're doing alright, but there's no special A uh, York as well. I think York's yeah. spending a bit of money. Them type of teams work well. They're not forcing it like Toronto. Yeah, it's natural. It's natural progression.
0: I guess with Magic Weekend being in Newcastle as well, which is yeah, you know, sort of proves it as well, doesn't it? Uh, yep. So
1: good. always, always good is Magic Weekend.
0: It is do you know I've never actually been, and I think
1: you seen that. Fun story. I won a I won a competition with Northern Rail to sit on a surfer on the halfway line, uh, about halfway up the stand and watch Wakeley Woodersfield. I mean, we might have lost, but we're still. You, you
0: don't get uh, that experience often. No, you definitely cool.
1: don't. Especially when you so go when to like, Old Trafford.
0: Australia. You go to Old Trafford, you've got no leg room oh. World Cup yeah. final.
1: <laughs> yeah, Old Trafford. Getting your knees killed. That's, uh, not good. not good.
0: You can see the reaction of people like Australians and Samoans when they went to Old Trafford. Where we were sat around, everyone was very cramped. It was... It was to be honest for rugby league. I think watching Samoa play against the Aussies was very good. They put to put up a decent showing of themselves, but
1: okay. Australia, New Zealand, at what a game! Best oh, best game. game of rugby I've ever been to live. Fortunately, missed out on
0: that one, didn't you? I did. Yes, I was working, which is very sad. But I've seen some good rugby. I think I've seen Aussies and uh, New Zealand play. I've watched them. I think we were four nations. It must been a good few years ago now like Lockyer and Billy Slater and all them lot, and that yeah and then watch, um,
1: watching JT 2013 World Cup when uh, yeah. the Aussies absolutely destroy New Zealand in the final
0: there's th- there is some the Aussies seem to make some absolute talent of Rugby League you just yeah, look but at clearing
1: th- I, I think these yeah, I think these Pacific Island teams they're Samoa Tonga even Fiji you know Fiji had a lot of injuries for World Cup as well so it won't come. I
0: not I come. Well I think you could the, the main argument you can have around teams like Samoa and Tonga is that it, they're not just they may not all be from these Pacific Islands, even though a lot of them are, to be fair, nowadays. They're inspiring the next generation who will play for their Pacific Island team, which is what you want to see. You want you want that grade of rugby that's come from your own country and you're working hard to push for it. And I think it can only make teams like Samoa and Papua New Guinea just improve massively. Uh, to beat the Aussies would be the absolute dream. I think that's they're the they're the standpoint. They're the, what you've got to beat, and they're the they'll always be that. To be fair, but for, for England specifically, I think we we're pushing now to get youngsters in to the into the England team from quite a young age. If I look at Dom Young, Herbie Farnworth, these two players who are quite young. They've got to be pushed into the England team as well, and we've got a few more like that as well. Wellesby. As, even though Wellsby kind of threw away the, the World Cup a little bit for us, but that doesn't matter. Oh well. Oh, uh,
1: yeah, I think we just need more of a system at England. We need stability. Keep Sean Way, Vote stability. Let him have a system. England need to play all the way the same way from first team to under 16s. Obviously, we've known quite a few people who've gone and played for England's youth teams, being around that age. And so he says everyone wants to play for their country. So give them a test, make them feel what feel what it's like, feel the passion, work their way up. I think we can surely get these. Uh, even some people disagree with like Victor Wembly. Even he's an Aussie. His dad's English. Get him. In. They can only help. As long as they show a passion, and know what it's about, and uh, take it seriously, like Victor Wembly clearly did with passion he plays with. Well, there's no problem with it.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And I think, well, we're at a good age because we, we've known and played against players who have, have pushing into Super League clubs now and pushing into getting into international at young ages, like pushing into under-18s and stuff. And I think from playing against these people, people like Oli Pratt, who's playing for Wakey now, he's he's fantastic. he's one of I think he's one of the best players I've ever played against. And I, I'm I'm very certain he's going to get into the Wakey team in the next few years and you never know. I think England is definitely on the cards for them all. but it's not even it's not even just like players like him though. There's, what, there's like the community England Lions games that they've been doing, which they've been very good. Meeting France, which is well done to them, and yeah, I think there's there's a lot of improvements we make in England. Um, I think if you look at players like Tom Johnston, when Tom Johnston was at his best of playing for rugby league, he didn't get picked for England. He scored that hat trick against France, and then nothing really happened. And I don't know you have got players like Tommy Mack and. Right, and all there's, there's players in those places who have experience, but Johnston should have been playing for England at such a younger age. Then I don't Absolutely. think he will now.
1: I'll say it now, Tom Johnston, if he never got injured for Wake It, he'd be playing in Airliner. Definitely, he's that, yeah. that high quality, he's that good. And he definitely should. he's a lot for injuries last year, he in World squad, he should have been in squad before when he wasn't injured. He got one game for France against France, proved it first half hat trick. We can start tricking England history. Like, is a top player, and I, I, think he'll do well with Catalan. That's it. we'll do predictions another time. But I think Catalan could go well. Should we? Uh, should we move it on onto uh, another spot?
0: Yeah, go for it. What do you want to talk about? We can talk about football if you want. You know, you've got your yeah. opinions around football. So we'll, do, we'll
1: do a bit of football. We'll take do. we we'll Um, first of all, so you're a Liverpool fan? I am. I, will you think Liverpool are doing this year.
0: Poor. Really? Very poor. Why? Why? Well, yes. It's very a very right. ageing squad. I think midfield-wise, it's very ageing. I love Hendo. Hendo's my favourite player. to probably put on a Liverpool shirt. But he's... It, it's just ageing in a way that we knew was coming. It, the midfield has been on a bit of a decline ever since we won the title, in my opinion. We need a player like Bellingham to properly get back into it.
1: Yes. No, no, no.
0: We're still favourites. And I think that shows something. We are.
1: Delusion, delusion.
0: But at at the end of the day, we can't just be hoping on one player to make things better because it won't happen. But you can see a clear... I think you can look at failures in signing in a way because Naby Keita, Oxlade-Chamberlain, they're around the age you'd expect to now take over from people like Henderson and all them who were actually playing like Milner but Milner's still getting in the squad and he's 37. Like it's, he's so he gets run past every Exactly. That, that just shows the problem we've got at Liverpool, really. It's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of players who are at an age now where a top club you'd expect it to have been shipped on to somewhere else, probably. But I think it can only go upwards from here, hopefully. We can't go any further down, I hope, and hopefully get through to FA Cup against Brighton at the weekend but we all know what happened last time which that 3-0 wasn't very nice. Uh, Uh,
1: Talking at FA Cup Arsenal Man City tonight the day of recording how do you think that goes? And how, How do you think the team selections will be full strength rotations?
0: I think if you're Manchester City you go Manchester City have a good enough side to win most competitions with the depth that they have I think if you're Arsenal, I focus on the league, because they're in they're in the driving seat with the league, and I think that's where you've got to focus. City, I I for me, City are fighting for this league, but I think City are looking at Europe more than they are at the Premier League, to be honest. And I think that's. Yeah. Because I don't know. I don't think
1: they're not. think they are not not as good as last year, they last year I don't know what issue.
0: Well, yeah, and there's so many. I think for Manchester City, the main issue I have with that team... is if you, you can look at Haaland scoring these goals, and he's fantastic. Erling Haaland is probably the best striker in the world at the minute because of how clinical he is. Who is, do you think, actually? Best striker in the world. Best striker? Yeah,
1: Haaland at the minute.
0: I am going to say uh, that.
1: Mbappe but I want to see him do it... Well, sorry I World Cup. so that's impressive, but I want to see him doing it week in, week out in a tough league... Premier League, even La Liga is better than League 1. Like
0: uh, and United and Stoker. I want to see
1: win a Champions League. <laughs> honestly, want Mbappé, or oh, Ireland, can carry their team through a Champions League without making some best player in the world. Yeah, very
0: true, very true. And I think City need to get... I, I think Manchester City need a Champions League. Guardiola needs a Champions League. That's what City have needed over the past few and, years.
1: I uh, can keep their hands off old big ears they're an irrelevant oil club they'll never be as big as likes of United Arsenal, Liverpool Chelsea even even though Chelsea are a bit let <laughs> little City stay irrelevant
0: I think going back to my point I think City's main problem this year is that Haaland's been getting so much attention that can't be good on a player's mindset someone like De Bruyne he's got this man to pass to De Bruyne is fantastic in his own right but the, all of the attention is going to, to Haaland I
1: think Haaland can handle it little He's got like that mentality. about role is really not like, not gonna affect him, and just gives De Bruyne someone. You know how good De Bruyne is. He, De Bruyne's gonna put it on a plate. is he gonna finish it?
0: That's true. And
1: De Bruyne can go under the radar.
0: Well, you listen to people like Um, Boovie and Rory Jennings. That Rory Jennings has been saying some stupid things. Rory, my the biggest clown on the internet. How can you say that Harland is not fight going me. to win Player of the Year?
1: Fight me, Boovie. Fight me. You called someone out. Fight me. Be no, but how
0: can, tell me now, how can you say Harland's not the win player of the year? He has to. Uh,
1: no, it's not. Like that. It's just. It's really just deluded. Typical city fan. We don't understand what real football is like. He <laughs> thinks. He thinks everything's idealistic. It, it, it's just. He's just silly. Simple as that.
0: Talking about tin pot and oil money and all that sort of thing. Chelsea and these signings. What are your thoughts? Because I know you've 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 got a few things to say about Chelsea and these
1: financial fair play. Yeah, five, financial fair play is it Let's be honest. I know I you think... can say it's spread out along two years, and we might not spend more money after this. Um, but yeah.
0: Well, I've heard our, they're going to revise that. Our, our, our
1: clubs. For who?
0: Uh, ends off and anders. The going Again. back in. Yeah.
1: How our our club's meant to compete, right? Yeah. Right. The only way you can compete now is if you're owned by a country. Very true. Man City and Newcastle, for example. Arsenal are doing it against odds, but they're actually backing a manager, but they can't do that consistently. Like City can. Like they offer Moses Casido, offered sixty mil for him from Brighton. Great addition. The strength strengthen the squad is what, what they need. Newcastle, they're spending the money smart, advancing, but they've got C- City. They have two squad. They have two squads who could probably both finish at least top six. Yeah, two, that's.
0: Two, really-
1: two, two, like, two sets of fifteen, which could finish in the top six. It's mental. Like teams can't compete. You've got to, like teams like Fulham are all working up in seventh. in Brighton sixth. Brentford eighth, and you've got big clubs Liverpool, Chelsea ninth and tenth. Yeah.
0: yeah. It proves
1: that, when when clubs are run more neutral and don't have all that money to spend, they are catchable, like Liverpool. But, I mean, Chelsea have spent loads but they're just in a disaster I think and if you but when you've got these clubs how are, how are you ever, you're ever never going to see a Leicester story again never yeah too much money I think but what you got to do to compete and win.
0: yeah exactly and I... do you realise you can look at Chelsea and you can look at what City have been doing realistically the money being spent is very similar in a very short period of time in fairness in Chelsea's eyes but spending marks of dummies before yeah true
1: This is second time Chelsea have done this
0: but they've signed We're a the of money. talent of Chelsea I'll
1: true, say that now true 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 But are talking money Everton all that money 19th second manager Sean Dyche is coming in according to Fabrizio Romano I'm sure you are enjoying seeing Everton struggle being a Liverpool fan but to be honest what do you think has m- gone wrong
0: to be honest I'm not enjoying it as much as you'd think I think
1: it I love the
0: yeah, I love the Merseyside side and I love playing Everton. It's quite... It's a good away day. It's, quite, it's a good home day as well for us most of the time, except for earlier in the year. Um, but yeah, I think Everton's main issue this year has been... I wouldn't have kept Lampard in for as long. I think Lampard's... It's been going downhill ever since he took over. Really, Everton should be pushing for top five. Everton have got a team good enough to do that. And... Especially with the league how it is this year. Like
1: their attack they their attack looks weak, you know. And Anthony Gordon to yeah. Newcastle apparently.
0: It's I think Everton are doing being very clever with business here because I don't think Anthony Gordon's that good of a player. Not forty odd mil, whatever they're playing for him. Like well, I think it could be
1: close
0: to sixty apparently.
1: Sixty. That's, phew, that's a lot of He okay. he is good though, but I'm gonna sign someone. Who's making the decisions? They brought in Neil Malpain. In the summer he's been rubbish they brought in mcneil done nothing the the structure Everton's clearly terrible the fans say so they sat the ball we've seen it we've seen them say that i yeah. think it's true he needs restructuring they're having a new stadium they don't want to be stuck in championship that new stadium they've got to restructure they've got to focus on just staying up get shown to action and re- restructure sell some players on start building a young new, new team I think, yeah. But it is showing, not, you need experience. Southampton, try to go young, bottom of the league.
0: Yeah. Only
1: one win in the last time.
0: Well, I think, if you if you want a man to keep you in the keep you in the Premier League, you look at Sean Dyche, the, how many years did yeah. he stay up with Burnley? That is Not well, Burnley side. You know, I think Burnley really
1: Yeah, a technical got. To no, it's
0: very true. It's just, I don't and know I think, think, I think he might have kept him up. I yeah, that's yeah,
1: what well I was about up. to say. Yeah, I generally think he'd have kept him up. He knows, he's been there. I, I think he might keep him up. I'm thinking... We'll do well actually we'll keep that we'll keep that. No predictions and uh, I think we'll move on to F1. Yeah, it's very we'll hard not to predict away. anything
0: to be fair. It's very hard not to, but we've got to yeah, we'll get keep to
1: that the, in a second. One of the future episodes, maybe next episode or episode after.
0: So talking about Formula One, uh we know the controversy around McLaren and Daniel Ricciardo last year. What are you, what are your main thoughts around it? Should McLaren have kept him or should he've is it was it is, it is this the right decision by McLaren? Do you think? Yeah, it's gotten
1: results. It cost them beating out being in constructors. I love Ricardo, but I mean it's best for both parties. You know, Ricardo said he wants to break. He's getting a big payout, twenty two million. It's reported. Um, I think it's the right decision. Don't
0: you? I do, yeah. And I think Oscar's a t- Oscar Piastri is a class driver. He let's be honest, schooled F two really the year he won it. And yeah, he should have been in Formula 1 a year, really. Suggestion. Yeah, exactly. He should have been in Formula what, what, 1 last year, in my opinion. What,
1: yeah, I agree. Mean, what do you think about controversy about Alpine? The contract, announcing that he's driving from when he won?
0: Well, we've seen it happen before. Not in Formula 1, but in other sports, of teams signing somebody or letting go of somebody who's not actually gone. Um, Genuinely, I think it was poor of Alpine... Because it doesn't look good for them, really. It looks very poor in the marketing strategy, but also in 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 a way that drivers maybe in the academy not look and think, I'm not going to be told I'm getting signed up, I'm just expected to sign here. When they could be good enough to go to a proper, proper top team. And for me, I think Oscar did the right thing. He dealt with it in a very orderly manner. He had the McLaren contract and he took it. And he was perfectly legal, so... I don't see any problems. What are your thoughts on it? Because it's an interesting
1: topic. did the right thing. Alpine messed up. And it sends a bad message out to Alpine youngsters. But like, they they didn't want to get... They won't get anything. It's like Alonso said, hey, yeah, I'm going. See you later. Yeah. They've never given him a chance to transfer this programme. They drug on you in it. They had uh, Jack Aitken, who they let like, go to the Williams programme in it, it who's a very good driver. Yeah. He's in uh, the Daytona this weekend. Drives also. He'll be driving in Loma. Um. Um, so yeah, I think Alpine just messed up. I think we've got an interesting lineup. Gasly and Ockham better fireworks, don't like each other. Yeah, one. yeah. Um I think Alpine are in a tough situation. They need to improve. They've they got they got to do that. Otherwise I think we could have um, some more country, uh, maybe another change for the endstone team.
0: Yeah. I think I think that's the more worrying thing I think for the endstone team in general. Yeah,
1: I don't know when our gonna be up at being a mid table
0: team. Exactly, and to be honest, for me, I'd have, kept Rena- I'd have kept the Renault name. The Renault name is so significant to yeah, Formula 1. It is. Yeah. But the Renault name is so significant to Formula 1. Fernando Alonso, 2005 and 2006. That that car is so memorable. Even all the merch that comes with, like the jackets and everything, it that car beat Michael Schumacher and that's something that, the Renault name beat Michael Schumacher. That That's something you got to remember. And I think, Alpine doesn't, for me, doesn't hold that. Um, especially in Britain, I think the Alpine name isn't as well known as Renault is, and I think that's. I know why they did it because they want to promote the Alpine name because they just bought it when they had it. Well, they didn't just buy it, but they ha- they have it bought when they have, were setting it up. And for me, the Renault name and the Renault livery. We have st- we have too many blue liveries. That, that there you go. There's the point. Too many blue liveries on the grid. It's, it's gotta go. got to go. learn Alpine first.
1: I can't I'm good. Yeah, to... I'll something new. Something new. I like Alpine, I
0: like the
1: car, I like how it looks. I don't like the team as such, I'm not a fan of
0: the team. I like but Jack Doohan. I think the branding looks good. Mm. Jack Doohan, um, is he's he's gonna be he looks top quality, does Jack Doohan. He really does. We'll see, we'll see.
1: F two. We'll do a prediction that. Right? We'll do a prediction for F two. Yeah, yeah. So what do it in his predictions? F two, who's winning? Tao Porsche. My favourite very, very easily. That's a yeah. of school. I, really yeah, I think I'm gonna I really do. Yeah, I think You're learning last year. Yeah, yeah I think he's gonna do well. Art, good team. George Russell, won with them. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely. There are I guess to,
0: you uh, could say that Drogovic, Drogovic did run a number on him. Look how many mechanical issues yeah. they had last year as well.
1: Yeah, Porsche it, had so many problems. Yeah.
0: Porsche was lucky. and I think Porsche would have been right up there without those issues. And I think this year he's going to be. I think even I think he's got. He's definitely in line for an F one seat next year, because he's got he's got a lot of talent. It is. to one. Um. Final, All
1: right. One thing I want to go F one related, but not the racing. Oh. Off track in the YouTube world, WTF one. Ah, bought yes. by the race in 2020, dropped Matt Gallagher and Tommy Bellingham. Mm. What? What do you think of that? They're getting a lot of hate of the new ones. Why? Why? And they're setting up a new project, aren't they? And Matty and Tom. They are, yeah. I think they're, big, think they're best deaf is by mile. Yeah. Why do you think they did that?
0: I generally don't know. I think. I guess these new. I, I have not. I don't have anything against the new ones because. It's it's a tough job to take on, and it? it's I wouldn't want to be the ones going in. And they clearly know as much about F one as most fans do, and I guess a lot of people's complaints is a lot of them started watching Formula One after Drive to Survive, and but it's it's a critical part of the sports stuff. But you can't get rid of Tom and Matt. They've been doing it for so long, and to be honest, for me. Watching like watching Quali and then rewatching how what they thought of Qualis or watching like debriefs of races and stuff, they the made F one they made the very interesting side of Formula One that you don't actually get from people like, Crafty and, and Martin Brundle and all that stuff. You get the fans' perspective, which is really good sometimes. You need that, and I think it's a big shame. Yeah. But whatever they're doing, I think they're gonna be they're gonna bring lots of fans with them. Whatever they do, so good luck to them. I guess. I think-
1: I think something must have happened behind the scenes. They're falling out. A disagreement over pay, Maybe... I stomach must happen because it just doesn't make sense. It was so sudden as well. And they deleted their, their goodbye. Did you see that?
0: No, I didn't, actually. I didn't notice that. They, made,
1: but... they did a goodbye, goodbye video. I and mean, after they left, they were deleted.
0: No, nah, that's... Mm, it does make you think if something happened, if something went on.
1: Sour grapes. Sour grapes.
0: Yeah, but... Generally, I, think, I feel really sorry for the hate that the guys are getting, the new people are getting. Um, it, 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 sadly, it's to be expected because a lot of people don't like change on the internet. Um, but I think, in general, they're not bad. I think you've got to give them a chance. And hopefully whatever Matt and Tom do is going to be very interesting. Well, they're going to be very good at what they do. So I look forward to seeing what they do. But I look forward to seeing what WTF do now because... It makes it. I think it's. I think it's
1: going to fail. I think it's going to slip right down the hole and not be. it just be become another normal media outlet for everyone. Yeah. A, one which is booming and improving with the growth of us. Wait, well,
0: it's, it's moving it's very much in the direction not... of the race. Into to be fair. Well, it's on by the minute. Exactly, it's just moving in that direction. Um.
1: Yeah. Any more? Anything more you want to mention?
0: Uh, not really. No, I think we'll save a lot of us stuff. We've we've talked a lot, but we've left we've left everything open. You know a little bit about us now. You know a few of us opinions on things, you can kind of get an idea. So, I think we've said we're going to be trying to upload a podcast every Sunday. I think that's what our plan is at the minute. And yeah, we'll hopefully, hopefully you've enjoyed. Hopefully you can leave some opinions on what we've said. We want to hear your opinions as much as we possibly can. Your opinions matter. And um, and help us learn. That's that's the main thing. Because, as we said, we're quite new to this sort of thing. And we want to get better. So please let us know. So thank you for watching, Oli. Yep, thank you very much. See you later. See you in a bit, boys.